Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to be here. I often talk about the importance of resilience in business and generally in life. It's one of the skills that you have to have to succeed. And I really want to take this a step further with you today and explain why we not only need to be resilient, but we need to work to being anti-fragile. So let's get clarity about what these concepts are and why it's important to move from becoming resilient to becoming anti-fragile. So let's define resilience. Resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. So some characteristics would be that you're adaptive and tough, whereas anti-fragility means that you actually get stronger in the face of extreme stressors, chaos, and disorder. So rather than just dealing with it, you actually use the experience to improve. So this is really a mindset that goes far beyond practicing resilience. So to further clarify, whereas resilience seeks to maintain the status quo, i.e., you know, I don't get worse from this experience, anti-fragility seeks to get better from this adversity. So whereas resilience could be part of a personality trait, it can be part of someone's personality, anti-fragility in its truest sense needs to be cultivated. You know, some people, they're just a little bit tougher. You know, maybe they went through some life experiences and it just made them a little bit stronger. That's why I think adversity as a child can serve you because it does make you a little bit more resilient. But when we're talking about becoming anti-fragile, this is like advanced mindset work. So it needs to be a conscious decision to become anti-fragile. It requires framing, reframing, and countering. So if we were to look at it like on a spectrum, on one end of the spectrum, you'd have someone who's fragile. Okay, so this could be both in your body and in your mind. Fragile, someone who feels broken after um, an event, like someone who just gets in the depths of despair, something bad has happened to them and they just get caught there and they stay there and they allow this experience to really shape negatively how their life goes from here. So that's on one end. So obviously we don't want to be fragile. And then what we really talk about, especially in the business world and in terms of like, you know, having a a winner's or success mindset, we want to have a level of resilience. And that's when something bad can happen and I'm not going to let it impact me negatively, i.e. I'm going to bounce 
back. And how I look at resilience, especially when we're talking about emotional resilience, is that it's not the person who can get through it the quickest. Oftentimes, the person that, you know, is like, oh, I don't need any time off of work after that breakup. I don't need any. My dad passed away. I'm fine. I experienced this massive loss. I divorced, you know, bankruptcy, whatever. I'm fine. I'm resilient. Like the person who is in, basically in denial and thinks that they nothing is impacting them, they're not they're not really practicing resilience. Resilience is being able to navigate and process those difficult emotions effectively and not going into the fragile state of allowing it to break you. So you're moving through, you're processing, you are releasing, and then so that you can more or less maintain the status quo. Like let's say I'm a generally positive, happy person. I am going, if I was resilient, if I was practicing resilience and demonstrating resilience, I would go through this adversity and I would really just be saying, I'm not going to let this impact me in a negative way. I'm going to get back to that generally happy and positive person. And then at the farthest end, we have someone who's anti-fragile. And that is someone who's like, okay, this bad thing happened, but I'm going to learn from this bad thing that happened. And I'm going to use this bad thing, this chaos, this disorder <clears throat> to make me more strong, to put me in a better position, to put my life in a better trajectory so that I can create the life that I want. So if you're looking at it on a spectrum, that's how I would look at it. And so we often glorify resilience. We talk about how important it is to be resilient, but I would say the resilience is only part of it. We're only halfway through. It's like having a good mindset, but then like anti-fragility would be like the ultimate mindset. So I'm going to give you like an example of how this could play out. And I've been talking a lot about relationships. I'm going to use a relationship as an example. So warning, um, what I say can be triggering, but I hope that is more insightful than anything else. So let's say um, someone who experiences heartbreak in a relationship maybe somebody cheats on you maybe the heartbreak that you experienced was witnessing something happen between your parents so there's there is a wound around relationship okay so the fragile person what they are going to do is they're going to be afraid to love and to trust again they, this can manifest in them becoming like maybe possessive or controlling, but maybe they're like avoidant and distant. So they don't fully open up to the concept of love. Maybe they hold everybody at an arm's length, right? Because they their heart was broken or they witnessed their parents go through divorce. And so their love, they don't truly open themselves up to love. Their, their love is very surface. It's it's kind of like playing a role of being in a, a relationship, but they're never truly vulnerable. That's a fragile person. And what's really funny is, you know, to the people who are not awake to this concept, sometimes we see this as a strong masculine male who doesn't, you know, allow his emotions to blood. Like that is an absolute, that's just so false. That is so false because someone that's a sign of fragility to me. Someone who is like cold after a breakup or someone who, this is another way this could manifest is a guy who just likes to sleep with a lot of girls. To me, right? So someone who has done the work, it's like, wow, that person was wounded, was fragile, never fully healed from it. And now they are operating from a wounded, immature space. 
And it's really interesting because this is not always, but this is often a pattern that men go through uh, with becoming very distant and cold and unemotional because they experienced trauma and they were not ready for that trauma. They didn't heal from that trauma. And now they're at, what it is is actually a display of their fragility. And now granted, if this happened when they were in their younger years and nobody was there to help them, of course they were fragile. As a child, you are fragile, right? You don't know, you don't have those coping skills. Nobody taught you. But if you are an adult and now navigating this, it is your, your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. 100%. Okay. So that's the fragile person in that instance. What does the resilient person do? Well, that resilient person is like, wow, you know, my mom cheated on my dad or my boyfriend cheated on me or my whatever. So same pain, same trauma, but they learn to trust again and they learn to open up again. They learn to be vulnerable again or they learn to be vulnerable for the first time, but they decide that that incident isn't going to shape them negatively that they are not going to be worse off as a result of that incident. Now, what does the anti-fragile person do? Well, again, remember we're talking about this is a this is an advanced mindset perspective. Well, they're going to ask how they can learn from this experience, how they can get better from this experience and super importantly, is they ask the role that they played in the dynamic so that they can come to a better result in the future. They can become a better partner. They ask those questions. Now, if you're like, hey, it was actually my parents that I witnessed them. Obviously, I didn't have a role in their divorce. I wasn't the one cheating. But you can still ask insightful questions like, what happened there? Or how can I be a better partner? Did I notice something in the dynamic that you know I can do differently? How can I learn from that experience? And that's the anti-fragile person. So while resilience will get someone through a situation, it doesn't necessarily improve things. So in the example that we just gave, the resilient person in the situation doesn't necessarily take ownership or change their behavior, therefore doesn't course correct and most likely will attract another relationship similar to the one they just had, right? If I'm not asking insightful questions as to why, again, we're not, um, you know, victim shaming, like if someone cheated on you, it was the wrong thing to do, but did you miss some red flags? Were you emotionally unavailable? Were you not intimate with them? Like what was, what was your like dynamic in that? What was your role? Because when you can own your role, then you can course correct and make a different decision. But a lot of us, we keep going into the same relationship over and over again. And we calling, we'd be out here calling men toxic when you're the common denominator, right? And I notice that in myself, right? Everything I say with love, right? Because like for me, I was like, oh, I'm like always dating these emotionally unavailable guys. But at the same time, I was not fully open and vulnerable with them. And so therefore, if I kept attracting emotionally unavailable men, then I and I was the common denominator, and not all men are like this, right? Like then I am, I'm essentially the problem. That means I need to change something in the way that I show up or in my selection process that's gonna end up with a better result. And that's what the anti-fragile person does. They decide that they are going to course correct to improve their life. So I want you to reflect for a second and be like, 
Am I fragile? If you are cold and distant, you're fragile. Isn't that kind of ironic? Because you're like the cold and distant person. You wouldn't ordinarily classify them as fragile. They are. Because it takes deep strength to be vulnerable. Because vulnerability isn't like, oh, I just trust that you're going to like me. Vulnerability is like, I'm fully okay if you don't accept me, if you don't like me, because I fully trust and accept and love myself. So ask yourself, am I fragile? Do I demonstrate resilience? And am I ready to take it to that next level and become anti-fragile? Because if you can become anti-fragile, that's when your life truly begins to change. A lot of us are repeating patterns and repeating patterns, and we're getting frustrated that our life isn't changing, but you're not making those specific changes that need to happen to change the dynamics in that area or all areas of your life so that you can have a better result. And what's interesting is this was a big wake-up call for me because I realized I was so fragile growing up, okay? And I, to this day, I still consider myself a sensitive person, right? And I just don't want us to get caught in labels and use that as almost like a crutch to be fragile. Like, just because you are a sensitive person, doesn't mean that all of these things have to impact you negatively. You can still be sensitive and decide to be anti-fragile. Because sensitivity to me, from my perspective, is a superpower. I can feel into rooms. I can feel into energy. I can feel how people are, you know, feeling and all that. That's that's a lot if you don't have energetic and emotional boundaries. But if you do and you're sensitive and you decide to be anti-fragile Oh my gosh, look at that pairing. And do you see how I just reframed that? Something that a lot of people use as a crutch, like, oh, I'm so sensitive. Oh, this impacted me. Don't put yourself in a box that's going to put you too close to someone who is fragile. You are not a fragile person. You weren't created to come here and just be a victim. You weren't, you didn't come here to just be so negatively impacted by everything. Everything throws you off. Everyone has like such an impact on you. That's not why you are here. You came here to live your purpose. I want you to lean into this idea. I am a resilient person. And I'm anti-fragile. Hard things don't knock me down for long. In fact, I don't just bounce back. I bounce forward. And again, that needs to be a conscious decision. It's not just going to happen. You have to decide that this is your identity. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.